Welcome to Abide's Sleep Meditations. I'm Tyler Boss. Today's meditation is brought to you by our partners at Life Audio. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you will find dozens of other faith-centered podcasts in their network. They've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and more. Head over to lifeaudio.com now. Remember, you can have full access to all our sleep stories commercial-free. Just text ABIDE to 22433 for 25% off the app. Now, relax your mind and body as we hear tonight's sleep story. Hello, and welcome to this sleep story from Abide. I'm Matthew. Thank you for joining me tonight for Peace Like a River. Tonight, we will be letting the deep peace of God wash over us, bringing refreshment and restoration to our souls. We will be guided on the journey by scriptures like Isaiah 66, verse 12, which reads, For thus says the Lord, Behold, I extend peace to her like a river, and the glory of the nations like an overflowing stream. Tonight, you will be carried along in the river of his peace and goodness as you meditate on the truth in his word. He gives a very special kind of peace. It is unlike anything the world can offer us. Even its best imitation pales in comparison to God's deep, powerful, and endless peace that is like a river to our thirsty souls. So come, precious listener, and join me as we not only hear about, but experience His peace. May you taste this living water of peace and know that nothing else can compare. There is nothing more soothing and calming and restorative than the peace that Jesus gives to us. It is a peace that flows on the inside of us because He has deposited the Holy Spirit inside us. He is the Prince of Peace, and His life is flowing in us. His life will flow and gently push away all debris. It will unplug each obstruction, and then we will experience even greater levels of peace. So relax and enjoy our story tonight as the Holy Spirit calmly takes us along on this river journey. Let's calm our bodies and our minds and get into a state of deep rest and relaxation before we dip into the river of peace. Pull up your covers and make yourself snug and cozy. Feel your head getting heavy on your pillow. Breathe gently in and out for several breaths. As you continue breathing, release all the tension in your head 
and neck and in your face and jaw. Scan the length of your whole body and let go of all strain. The Holy Spirit is with you right now and he is wanting to relieve you of all stress and strain. He is so gentle and humble of heart. He won't force you to surrender anything to him. He invites you to give him your cares, your worries, your anxieties. He asks you to cast your cares on him. That's how greatly he cares for you. Even now, envision those cares and concerns that are burdening you. Imagine picking them up and throwing them into a rushing river of his love. He is not going to discard them unless that is his best for you and your loved ones. He is going to take care of them and make your load light and easy. When your load gets heavy and strains you, give it to him. We might have to practice this again and again many times during the day. When we become aware that we have picked it up, we just give it back to him in his gentle hands. He will do a far better job of making it beautiful than you ever could. As you watch your cares gliding down the river of his affection, keep breathing. Maybe your breathing feels lighter now that your soul feels lighter. You might become aware of any other tight spots that are holding some tension. As you breathe, consciously let go of those areas. Imagine the strain is floating down the river of peace. Imagine the river of peace is cleansing you and washing your banks, and all stress is being washed away downstream. Keep breathing as you envision this and keep imagining this river running through you. Let's start our time together with a word of peaceful prayer. Dear loving Lord, we give ourselves to you tonight. We present our minds and hearts and emotions, our spirit, soul, and body. Give us deep and peace-filled sleep tonight and make something beautiful out of our lives. You specialize in making something lovely out of the ugly. So please do that in every area of our lives. We open our hearts to you. Come and bring comforts where we need comforts, peace where we need peace, joy where we need joy, friendship where we need friendship, and guidance where we need guidance. And especially come and bring your unconditional love. 
not even the kindest people in the world can love us unconditionally. So come and pour into us. Where we are empty, fill us up with your love. We worship you and offer you the only thing we can, our very lives in their entirety. In your wonderful name, amen. The Holy Spirit is here tonight. He is completely present with you right now. One way the Holy Spirit is pictured to us in the scriptures is in bodies of water. In Isaiah 44.3, we hear God speaking through his prophets. For I will pour out water on the thirsty land and streams on the dry ground. I will pour out my spirits on your offspring and my blessing on your descendants. His rivers and waterways are a picture of his blessings, bountiful and plenteous. It's a depiction of endless love. Like a stream from a mountain, it never runs dry. It just keeps flowing and flowing. His blessings flow down a thousand generations. That simply means endless generations. His grace never ceases. He gave us the symbol of a river, as most every human has seen, to reveal a heavenly reality. His love is so unfathomable that we need to compare it to something we see in nature. This is a great incentive for us to regularly go out into nature, not only to bask in his creation and sense his nearness, but to see a rushing river overflowing its banks and meditate deeply on the truth that his love is likened to it. In fact, the largest river in the world is still a small symbol of his overwhelming love and peace. Psalm 65.9 says, You visit the earth and cause it to overflow. You greatly enrich it. The stream of God is full of water. You prepare their grain, for thus you prepare the earth. God loves the overflow. He doesn't hold himself back. He's a God of the overflow. He even causes the overflow of his goodness in the most unlikely of places. He will cause water to burst forth in the deserts because his goodness cannot be contained. Isaiah 41.18 gives us God's words again. I will open rivers on the bare heights and springs in the midst of the valleys. I will make the wilderness a pool of water and the dry land fountains of water. The voice translation describes his rivers of goodness like this. 
I will open up rivers for them on the high plateaus. I will give them fountains of water in the valleys. I will fill the desert with pools of water. Rivers fed by springs will flow across the parched ground. And in Isaiah 43:19 For I am about to do something new. See, I have already begun. Do you not see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. He will bring peace in the most anxious seasons of your life. He will quench your thirst in the driest times. He will bring joy in the hardest challenges you may face. And in these times, he shows us his true nature. He is good beyond our understanding. Sometimes in the deserts of life, it's not easy to see his goodness. These are times he is often reminding us to remember when he rescued us in the past. It's a constant temptation to grumble like the Israelites did in their desert seasons. But the key to remaining faithful in these times is to bring to mind his goodness. When the Israelites recalled his miraculous salvation in Egypt, when he brought the plagues and protected them from the angel of death and parted the Red Sea, and guided them with a pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night, they would have no recourse to grumble. But when we forget his goodness, as we so easily do in seasons of pain and confusion, we can murmur and complain like the Israelite people. So tonight, as you continue to be enfolded by sleep, listen as I read about the goodness of God as an ever-flowing stream, a river that never runs dry, peace that can flood our beings, even in a spiritual drought. Proverbs 21 verse 1 tells us, The king's heart is like channels of water in the hand of the Lord, He turns it wherever he wishes. Isaiah 12.3 encourages us. Therefore, you will joyously draw water from the springs of salvation. We read more verses in the voice translation that tell this. In the face of such grace that day, you will thank God. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, Eternal One, God of our people, of our promise, for establishing an end to our punishment, for taking me back with kindness and comforting me. See, God has come to rescue me. I will trust in Him and not be afraid, for the Eternal, indeed, the Eternal, is my strength and my song. My very own God has rescued me. 
With joy in each step, you will drink deeply from the springs of salvation. You'll want to sing out that day. Give thanks to the Eternal. Call on His name. Spread the news throughout the world of what He has done and how great is His name. Yes, let us obey the words Isaiah spoke and with joy in each step, drink deeply from the springs of His salvation. Salvation comes from no other. For our God, our very own God, has come and rescued us. He has put an end to all our punishment on the cross and only treats us with kindness and the comfort of a father. He gives us his strength and fills us with his song. Knowing such goodness, how can we help but give thanks to him? He is so great. We have done nothing to deserve his kindness and love, and yet he floods us with it every day like an endless and ever-flowing stream. Amos 5.28 speaks of his righteous ways. But let justice roll down like the waters in righteousness, like an ever-flowing stream. This is a God we can trust. His dealings with us are so fair and so right. Now that Jesus has taken all of our sins on himself and wiped clean our guilty verdict, and we are covered by Jesus' blood, our just and good judge will bestow blessings and peace and joy everlasting upon us. It sounds too good to be true, but God is completely good and completely true. We can simply engage our faith and take him at his word. Jesus is a man of his word. As we receive Jesus and his life into us through his Holy Spirit, he puts a river of living water on the inside. It's a river that we can drink from at any time. That's why he told the Samaritan woman at the well that she could drink of it and never thirst, because it's not external. It can fill us inside, and that is the Holy Spirit's refreshing and unending presence. John 7 verse 38 tells us, He who believes in me, as the scripture said, from his innermost being, will flow rivers of living water. He has made himself as accessible as possible. He does not want us to be without him for one day. He does not want us to get parched and dehydrated for a lack of his peace and joy. We have all had times when life starts to feel really hard harder than usual, harder than it ought to be. Things bother us in ways that they don't usually. Each day feels more like a trudge and a chore, and things that usually bring us joy just don't. This is when we are dry. 
perhaps all we need is to turn our attention to the living water who is flowing within us, inside our innermost being. Let us look to the Lord and drink in His love. Sometimes it's as simple as saying a quiet prayer, out loud or silently in our hearts. Lord, I receive your love. I am here, allowing you to love me. I want to drink in your river of love that never runs dry. Thank you, Jesus. Let that sink in. Let his water cover the dry, cracked ground and soften your hearts. He will soften us and soften us and soften us until we are hydrated again and living in the joy and peace that we are designed for. His kingdom is a kingdom of joy and gladness. King David realized this and penned Psalm 46, verse 4, which reads, There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy dwelling places of the Most High. May his river run into your soul, precious listener, and may his streams make you glad. He will turn your mourning into dancing. He will turn your weeping into joy. Let us join with nature in praising the Lord and echo Psalm 98, verse 8, which exclaims, Let the rivers clap their hands. Let the mountains sing together for joy. Wherever his river is, there is life. Wherever the Holy Spirit comes, even to seemingly dead and dried up things, he brings revival and restoration. As his wind breathed life into dry bones, we also read in Ezekiel that his river brings life to creation. Chapter 47, verse 9, prophesied, It will come about that every living creature which swarms in every place where the river goes will live, and there will be very many fish, for these waters go there and the others become fresh, so everything will live where the river goes. Everything will live where the water goes. What a promise, not only for the fish, but also for you and me. There are things in all of our lives which are desperately in need of his refreshing. Let's ask him for this now. Dear loving Lord, you know these places better than we do ourselves. Would you come and bring your river and make these places fresh? Bring your waters in and bring the dead things to life. Resurrect our dreams and our hope and our simple joy in living. Thank you that we know you are coming in right now 
and making us fresh and alive. We praise you for your beautiful, reviving work. We gladly drink you in. In the marvelous name of Jesus, amen. His peace, like a river, will last long after everything else fades. Psalm 72 encourages us. In his days may the righteous flourish and peace abound till the moon be no more. His peace will abound until even the moon passes away. Think of that. But we can experience his heavenly peace down here. As we hear in John 16:33, peace is a major part of Jesus' ministry to us in this life. Jesus tells us, I have told you these things so that you will be whole and at peace. In this world, you will be plagued with times of trouble, but you need not fear. I have triumphed over this corrupt world order. As his river of goodness goes on and on for us, so does his peace. Precious one, he loves you so much. He does not want you to be burdened by the heavy weight of anxiety and cares. Perhaps to you tonight, he is speaking these words from Daniel 10 verse 19. And he said, O man greatly loved, fear not, peace be with you, be strong and of good courage. And as he spoke to me, I was strengthened and said, Let my Lord speak, for you have strengthened me. Perhaps he is strengthening you in the same way right now just as drinking fresh water can revive and strengthen us when we are tired and thirsty. Right now, I invite you to imagine a beautiful flowing river. It's not rapid. It's not rushing. Sometimes God's voice can be heard in the roar of many waters, but tonight, He simply wants to reveal himself as gentle and kind and softly loving. Perhaps he is strengthening you in the same way right now, just as drinking fresh water can revive and strengthen us when we are tired and thirsty. Where is this river? Perhaps it is in a forest glade like a trickling creek making sparkly noises as it delicately meanders downstream. Perhaps it is at your favorite national park with crystal clear water which was previously untouched snow from a mountain glacier. Perhaps it is the offshoot from a lake, vast and still and calm. As you gaze into it, 
you can almost see the bottom. It is that clear. The word glassy is the perfect word to describe it. Like the sea of glass John sees in the new heaven in his writings in Revelation. This calm, glassy river is endless. If you were thirsty, you know you could drink and drink and drink from it and never exhaust it. As you dwell near the river, you would never become dehydrated again, just like the Holy Spirit. As you look to see where the river goes, you see that it spans across the meadows for miles and miles, far past your field of vision. Unending, you whisper to yourself. Again, just like God's love, unending and inexhaustible. Even then, God will still cause it to overflow its banks, to cause his abundance to become super abundance. This God does not deal in lack. It's the same with his peace. The Apostle Paul writes in Philippians 4-7 these famous words, And the peace of God which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So, precious one, remain by the river of God's peace as long as you want. There is no need to move away. It has endless joy and strength and rest for you. Keep dreaming of this river and feel the endless love of God. Let me close in prayer. I will pray the words of Paul from 2 Thessalonians 3 and Colossians 3. Now, may the Lord of peace himself give you peace at all times in every way. The Lord be with you. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body, and be thankful. In the precious name of Jesus Christ, our Prince of Peace. Amen. Precious one, as you continue to slip deeper and deeper into sleep. May you feel the river of God's peace flowing in you and through you.